Hello, I'm Roger Baker, Stratfor's Senior Vice President for Strategic Analysis at RAIN. This podcast is brought to you by Worldview, RAIN's premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Sign up for our free Worldview newsletter at worldview.stratfor.com. You're listening to Rain's Essential Geopolitics Podcast, powered by Stratfor. I'm Emily Donahue. Ukraine recently passed legislation aimed at reducing the influence of oligarchs. The legislation has been a centerpiece of President Zelensky's re-election campaign, but will it hurt or hinder his political future? Matthew Orr is Stratfor Eurasia Analyst at Rain. He joins me now. Welcome, Matthew. Hi, Emily. So can you explain exactly what this oligarch bill is and how it was passed? Yeah, I can. Uh, This oligarch bill, well, really kind of an uh, anti-oligarch sentiment and push is really a a centerpiece of Zelensky's entire political project. Remember that he won the presidency um, on this kind of populist, uh, anti-oligarch, anti-elite message. He's a former TV comedian himself and the current or the president at the time of that election, Petro Poroshenko, uh, was considered an oligarch. And so it was very uh, understandable and easy for him to kind of uh, push that kind of rhetoric. Uh, but within the campaign and, you know, immediately once he came into power, there were immediate doubts about the sincerity of this whole anti-oligarch push because there was widespread reporting on uh, Zelensky's ties to his own oligarch, an oligarch named Ihor Kolomoisky. Uh, who was with as soon as the Biden administration uh, came into power was sanctioned by the United States, and so it, it was immediately very uncomfortable to see. Okay, well, exactly how is Zelensky going to do this? And eventually, I guess two years into his presidency, he finally got this anti-oligarch bill through a first reading, which was back in July uh, in the Ukrainian Parliament, and the bill passed. But it was then subject to over 1,000 amendments um, because all kinds of members of the parliament had all kinds of issues with it. And some thought it was way too hard on the oligarchs and it actually violated certain human rights targeting them for their wealth, while others, of course, thought it was was way too weak and wouldn't wouldn't actually help the situation. Uh, And so then the bill really kind of went under this shroud of secrecy uh, for several months. And then at the end of last month on the 23rd of September, the bill passed very suddenly. The, the The vote was declared, and then they used a special procedure to pass the bill without even examining uh, the over a thousand amendments uh, proposed to the bill. Uh, and so it was it was passed with kind of a, a lot of shock and surprise in, U- in Ukraine's uh, political sphere. And it came the day after uh, one of Zelensky's chief aides was actually shot at um, in an apparent assassination attempt, and it was kind of used as a pretext to okay, we have to push this bill through now. That's quite dramatic. I mean, a thousand amendments is pretty insane, huh? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, it's that's not standard for all pieces of, of legislation, and it just goes to show uh, how important this piece of legislation was to Zelensky and kind of the future of Ukraine. Well, let's talk about how effective it might be. Is it is it going to work? Yeah, that's kind of the the real question here, and I think the majority of observers appear to believe that it's really not going to work. Uh, the, the main reason is that it basically concentrates the power to declare oligarchs uh, who is an oligarch and who is going to be subject to these new rules uh, that uh, oligarchs will have to uh, agree to. They'll have to report their contacts with members of parliament, politicians, 
Uh, they'll have to uh, limit their holdings in the media, etc. But the problem is, is that the president on very unclear grounds is the one whose administration is going to declare the oligarchs, and there's a lot of room for political maneuvering in that. Uh, secondly, it's, it's also unclear that even if somebody is declared an oligarch, that the actual enforcement of the provisions will be equal across all oligarchs. And here is precisely where uh, Zelensky's a former business partner, often called his benefactor or patron, Ihor Kolomoisky, comes in because Kolomoisky and his ties to Zelensky were actually recently uh, unveiled. They were already basically an open secret, uh, well-known throughout Ukraine, but uh, these Pandora papers that came out uh, confirmed all of, all of those suspicions about Zelensky working with Kolomoisky to put his money in offshores. And so uh, it just, it's very doubtful that under those circumstances that Zelensky is really going to distance himself from Kolomoisky. And so, yeah, I think that the general perception is that um, th this is going to be a, a potentially politicized uh, pushing of this bill. Matthew, let's talk about how this uh, will play externally with some of Ukraine's partners, including the United States. Yeah, that's really a key question here. And I think that this bill does open up potentially m more avenues uh, for uh, Western partners, particularly the United States, who, as we know, recently uh, announced when Zelensky visited the White House uh, at the beginning of last month that they would launch a new strategic partnership with uh, between uh, Ukraine and the United States. But if now that this bill is on the books and once it has to be enforced starting uh, in, early next year, uh, if it becomes clear that uh, despite the U.S. coming out at the very beginning of the Biden administration and sanctioning Kolomoisky, that Zelensky is not, the Zelensky administration is not willing to enforce this bill in a fair way towards uh, Kolomoisky, that that could be a point where the U.S. says, okay, well, you know, the, maybe we need to slow down the development of our strategic partnership because it's clear that, you, you know, your, this anti-oligarch push is really just kind of a, a charade or a fraud or uh, a joke or a media spectacle that Zelensky is kind of so used to doing. Uh, and so I guess I, I think there's this idea that Zelensky can get the, the political benefits of passing this anti-oligarch bill uh, without meeting the downsides and without actually having to uphold it. And upholding it um, is what, you know, international partners uh, definitely would want to see. But the bill in its current form is, is fairly weak. And with these lingering doubts over equal enforcement, uh, I think that, uh, you know, more robust U.S. support going forward is definitely going to be conditioned on its proper enforcement. And that, and that looks pretty doubtful. Matthew Orr is Strat4 Eurasia Analyst at Rain. Thank you so much, Matthew. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be here. Sign up for our free weekly newsletter to stay updated on global geopolitics. Go to strat4.com slash worldview. That's strat4.com slash worldview. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.